0: the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Welcome back, beautiful people, to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Once again, you've got me, Holly Marie, tuning in for a solo episode with you. And these are always my favorite to do. I love just chatting along with you. Um, we are right in the thick of our promotion at the moment for the Manifesto Mastery program slash Manifesto Mastery certification. So, our last couple of episodes have been sort of focused around that and giving you some more information and more conversation about the program. Um, our cart closes, the doors close for this program on the 25th of October. So we still have a little bit under two weeks, um, on the day that this episode releases, there'll be a little bit less than two weeks until the doors close. So still time for you to make a decision. If you want to, um, please know that our invitation to you, if you have any questions, is that you can definitely come to us with them. You can DM us um, on our Manifesto Community account. You can email us, which is support at Community.com. We have a whole load of information on the sales page, which will be linked in the show notes um, here for this episode. So please don't, don't hesitate to reach out if you need us to support you at all in making that decision. But I wanted to, I guess, go down onto a little bit of a different path like not strictly about manifest and mastery because I mean I feel like we've given you all the information we can possibly give you about (laughs) the program and your energy will be doing its thing to to start processing that I wanted to do what I can really in this podcast episode because I know so many of you listen to give you some insights and give you some learning um Maybe even just a little bit of manifesto wisdom on really how to make aligned decisions, how to how to make the right decision for you, especially when it comes to investing. I, you know, we we talk about aligned decision making using your inner authorities quite a bit. We've got a fair bit of content on that we've got some great blog articles we've got um, some instagram posts you can definitely google that and there's a plethora of information available about using your inner authority i want to look at it from the lens of as a manifester we have three different authorities here as manifestors but as manifestors how do we use our inner authority to make that aligned decision that correct decision for us specifically when it comes to investing when it comes to investing money and investing energy and investing time in something. So my hope is that, yes, this will help those of you who need this support and this prompt in making a decision about Manifesto Mastery, but that additionally, this is something that everyone can take and use and that all of you can use this going forward, right, that this will have a very sort of pay it forward kind of feel of, um, whatever decision that you are making of investing in the future, this is something that you can come back to, and this is um, a conversation that you can lean back on. So let's let's start with some basics here. Let's just get some really kind of simple basics out of the way. In human design, we consider the uh, inner authority to be the energy center with which you make aligned decisions. The interesting thing about the inner authority, and this will be listed on your chart next to inner authority or authority, um, the interesting thing about the, the inner authority is that none of them exist purely in the mind. We do have one authority, which is called the mental authority, and this applies only to a very small group of projectors, which are mental projectors, super duper duper rare, um and even for them the authority is not in the mind the authority is in the mental capacity to express verbally so it's we call it a sounding board authority um but but this is important to note whenever we're having any discussion about inner authorities is that societally speaking we have been taught to make decisions logically we've been taught to make decisions with our mind that the body is to be ignored and the mind is to be trusted Human design equivocally says the opposite. It says no authority exists in the mind. No decision-making authority is aligned when done logically. And so for every single person, regardless of what your authority or your energy type is, going through this journey of trying to make decisions based on your personal inner authority is a full process of deconditioning. It is a full process. Process of deconditioning. I cannot express that and and um, spotlight that enough. It's hard to move out of a logical, mental, mind-based decision-making process that, for a lot of us, we've been using for two decades, three decades, four, five, six, seven decades. To then suddenly say, "Oh, wait, hold on, I'm going to spin that around. Now I'm going to use this part of my body." To make decisions for me so decision making using your inner authority is difficult it's challenging it's shadow work and it's deconditioning irrespective of who you are and i i think that we all need to give ourselves a moment of recognition for that um, regardless of where you're at in your journey with your inner authority drilling it down a little bit further we have seven inner authorities in human design and these exist in a hierarchy, right? So the top authority is emotional. The vast majority of society is an emotional authority, right? Most people are. I'm not going to go through every single authority because that's a lot to drop in one podcast episode. But when it comes to manifestors, manifestors only come in three different authorities. So so we don't span All seven authorities. Manifestors only come in three of those authorities. We have emotional manifestors, splenic manifestors, and ego manifestors. Emotional manifestors make up, I think, about 80% of manifestors. Don't quote me on these stats, they're just loose ones. Um, Emotional manifestors are about 80%. Splenic manifestors are 10 to 11%, I think, and ego manifestors are about I think 9%, 8%. Ego manifestors are definitely the rarest, of course, of all the manifestors, and that's why we don't see too many. Um, I've done my best to get in communication with as many ego manifestors as I can and bring them onto the podcast and bring them into programs and things, but they're pretty hard to come by. Um, Splenic manifestors are a little bit more common, but we're certainly outnumbered by emotional manifestors by and large. The, the whole concept of the inner authority, whether you're a manifester or any other energy type, is that that energy center that is your inner authority, so your emotional center, your spleen or your ego, your heart, will, ego center as a manifester, that that energy frequency, the pattern of energy that runs through that center, you know, that like, like, um How can I explain this? It's almost like the language of energy in that center. That that voice is the one by which you are naturally designed to make decisions. So we all need to go through the journey of coming into a place where we, A, know what our our inner authority is. B, know what the, the kind of characteristics of that authority are and how to use it. C, know what exactly that inner authority voice within us as individuals sounds like, and then D, actually start using it for making decisions. Now, I always encourage people when they're first starting to use their inner authority to use it to make decisions that are kind of meaningless, right? Use it to make decisions that don't have a pressure on them. So use them to make decisions about what clothes you're going to wear what food you're going to eat, whether you go out for coffee with your friend, um, what your schedule is going to be, what your daily routine might look like, whether you want to take that holiday, right? Start working yourself up towards bigger decisions. I would certainly recommend, I'm bringing this into the whole idea of investing, I would certainly recommend that if you are very new in your journey with your inner authority That you probably don't place a pressure on yourself to make a decision about a very, very big investment using your inner authority, but also don't don't do it using your mind either. And I'll get into why that's a, a troublesome thing to do a bit later. But it probably is a good idea to hold off making major investments until you really have a great connection with your inner authority. There is a a stress that can occur because it's a deconditioning process. There is a stress that can occur for you when you're trying to kind of use this new skill, this new ability and do it for something that's riddled with fear and that's riddled with questioning, right? When we're looking at big investments, you might want to play with doing small investments, right? Can you use your inner authority to invest you know, $25, 30 $50 in a masterclass or a download or a book or something like that? Can you test it on that small level and allow yourself to really like flex that relationship and that inner authority muscle? So that's one little tidbit. You can take that or leave that. Let's go through each of the authorities, okay, for manifestors and, and see what those look like and how they might show up in making decisions around investing. So let's say, let's say you are considering something like Manifest and Mastery, right? Which is an investment of money. It's a lot of money investment, which has its own shadows around it. It's also in an investment of a lot of time, which is a very big deal for a manifestor to invest our time and commit ourselves to something for a long period of time. And it's also a big investment of energy. You're saying, I am opening myself up to an intensive, involved, energetic experience. Okay, So whenever we're making a big investment, it's never just about the money. Never just about the money. It's always about you know, there's a money aspect to this. Yes. But I'm also investing my time here and I'm also investing my energy and I really need my inner authority to tell me if this is correct for me to do this. I'm going to take a little beat here because I think there's something really important to mention before we go into each of the inner authorities. What most people are unaware of is that Every inner authority in human design is governed by the G-Center. The G-Center is that diamond shape in the middle of the body graph in the chest, right? It's usually colored in yellow if it's defined, um, depending on what system you've used, or it's white if it's undefined. The G-Center is the home of identity, direction, uh, self, love, embodiment, acceptance, The G-Center is also the home of what we call the magnetic monopole. The magnetic monopole is a one-way drawing-in magnet. So the G-Center, regardless of whether you have it defined, undefined, or open, that is the place within your whole body, your whole energetic vessel that is the one place that is drawing things to you, drawing them into your energy, and then allowing the rest of your body to process that for you. Your G center governs your inner authority. The G center, because of the magnetic monopole, is believed to be the place that connects the body to the soul. It connects the body to the soul so when we talk about things like the higher self you know the soul voice this this uh kind of divine 5d consciousness aspect of us that is not necessarily within our physical body and not necessarily happening in this like material reality in front of us the g center is actually the connection point to that the g center is the tap that says don't worry i I've got this going on, right? You're not just a human meat suit. You've also got this tether over here to your soul, to your higher self, and I'm going to be the one that brings through that conversation. I'm going to be the one that brings through um, the data and the information from what your higher self is saying. So it's really important to know that the G-Center is actually the one that is in control of what your inner authority is telling you. Your inner authority is certainly not going to speak to you the way that your G center will speak to you. But you're not here to have a conversation with your G center when making decisions. You're here to have a conversation with your inner authority when making decisions. It's just that that inner authority is under the dictation of the G center because the G center is saying it's cool. I've got I've got the I've got the phone line. I've got the direct call to the higher self to the soul, and I'm going to make sure. That whatever decision comes through here is the one that is 100% flawlessly every single time in alignment with what is best for your soul. When I learned this in human design, that one fact blew my tiny mind. I mean, that blew my manifesto mind right out of the water because I finally understood that Every single decision, I'm a splenic manifester, right? So every single decision my spleen was giving me was exactly the correct one. Every single decision. I think that I'd up until that point really thought, oh, you know, this this spleen is kind of safer. Like it said, it's better. It's the wiser choice. It's the more responsible choice. Like, oh, this is the way that I'm made up. So I guess if I make decisions with my spleen, then more often than not, it's kind of going to get me into something good. But actually, it's not more often than not. It's not, hey, this is a wise choice or a responsible choice or this might do you better than making decisions with your head. No, no. It is every single time, perfectly, flawlessly, without fault, 100% the utterly absolute correct decision for you. It will lead you to expansion every single time it will lead you to expansion so when we apply this in this this realm of making decisions about investing time money and energy of course we want to make decisions using our inner authority right see now you're connecting the dots i'm feeling you all out there connecting the mental dots of course we want to make decisions using our inner authority because our inner authority is able to be having this conversation with our soul that says don't worry, I I can tell you whether investing here is going to be expansive or whether it's going to not be expansive for you. That means that there's uh, logic is, it doesn't exist. I mean, logic has gone out the window there, right? We may be able to logically say, okay, let's say I'm a business owner and I want to scale to six figures then I should logically work in a coaching program with a coach, a coach in my industry who has scaled their business to six figures and they can show me how to do it, right? Logic decision, of course, that makes perfect sense mentally. Your inner authority might say, nope, that's not correct. Your inner authority might say, no, the correct decision for you to invest is to sell everything you own and live in an ashram for a year. The correct decision for you is to go to a retreat out in the woods. The correct decision for you is to make no investment at all. Or the correct decision for you is to undertake a certification program in a whole new area of qualification. The correct decision for you is to invest your time, money and energy into staffing, right? It could be anything. It could be anything because your inner authority has this direct line to your soul that says, don't worry, I am the soul, I am the higher self, I am the one who has journeyed through many lifetimes, I've got the wisdom that the body does not have yet. (laughs) So I know I'm drawing on all of this information and I'm saying even though it doesn't logically make sense, this is the direction to walk if you really want to expand. To me, what that immediately told me and what I have seen in evidence every single time since I started relying solely and wholly on my spleen to make decisions is that every single decision made with the inner authority leads to a return on investment. Every single one leads to a return on investment. I invested... Golly, what was it? $15,000, I think, into a human design and gene keys certification back in 2020 when I was not going to use human design or gene keys in my business. I had shut down my money-making coaching business and I had no revenue coming in. I was just paying staff to kind of keep content moving and keep things being maintained I didn't even have all $15,000 available. So I, I went on to, I think of like a six month payment plan for it. My spleen told me that's the correct decision. That's the way to go, girlfriend. And I was like, you are out of your mind. <laughs> You're out of your mind, spleen. That was the direction to go. In doing so, in listening to that splenic authority, in listening to that decision and in enacting it, pursuing it, in making that investment, that was a gateway that was offered me the opportunity to then create everything that you see here. Everything that you see in this manifestor community, the products we've created, my ability to teach human design and gene keys, to be a manifestor specialist, to, to make all the money that we make, to expand my team the way I've expanded it, All of that can be centralized down to just a handful of decisions. It was a handful of decisions. And one of those was the decision to invest in a certification program when I had no concept at all on how that was going to be a return on investment. And yet it has returned 200-fold the investment that I made. we got to know that. We have to know that. That our inner authority is not... Um, just potentially the better choice or maybe it'll land you in a better place or, you know, maybe it's just a simpler voice to listen to. No, no, your inner voice, your inner authority rather, is, is unequivocally every single time the decision that will take you to expansion and to return on investment. So when you're making a decision around investing, that's the one place that you want to rely on. It's the one voice that you want to be taking all of your energy and focusing on and listening to. Let's start going through each of the inner authorities for manifestors because I want to chat through to you, I guess, like the diabolical nature of it, right? Right. Because it can sound very sweet and very lovely to say, just make decisions using your inner authority when you're investing. No problemo, easy peasy, it's gonna be guaranteed to work out for you. But there's a very real human experience that we each go through based on our inner authority. So, as I said before, manifestors come in emotional, splenic, and ego manifestors. Let's hit up our emotional manifestors first. So, you guys, as you all know, make decisions based on an emotional wave. We have four different types of emotional waves. You learn this inside the Manifesto Mastery program. We go into each of them in depth. Um, And so each of you will have a, a slightly different experience of your emotional wave. It's not like every emotional authority has the same emotional wave that you're all riding through. You all kind of go through a uniquely individualized experience. Your emotional wave will bring an an intensity of an emotion to you for a period of time. And then you'll move on to another emotion, another emotion, another emotion, another emotion, all with intensity, all with this kind of all-consuming sense of that emotional um, presence, right? That emotion being very, very present and very prominent for you. And then at the end of that wave, you will reach a place of what's, what's called clarity. But I think neutrality is the better word you really reach a place in your emotional wave where it feels like I've done all the highs, I've done all the lows, and now I'm kind of neutral, right? I've been excited, I've been full of anticipation, I've been a bit manic, I've been really joyful, I've also been confused, I've been depressed, I've been anxious, I've been overwhelmed, and now I've gone through the whole spectrum. And so here I am in this, this place of sort of quietness, right? Neutrality. I've ridden all of the emotions possible. My emotional wave has come to its end. And so in this place, I can now make a decision. Does it feel like a yes for me? Do my emotions feel happy with saying yes? Or do my emotions feel unhappy with saying yes? Will this make me happy? Will this not make me happy? The key with emotional authorities though, is that even though you go through this really like kind of drawn out, Process and and it's tricky for manifestors, I know because you have to wait for that wave. Um, it, there's no certainty in it. It's a, the emotional wave is considered to be eighty percent certainty. By the time you reach neutrality, it's believed that you have about an eighty percent sense of certainty about the decision that you're making. You're not going to have a full body certainty. Get rid of any idea of this whole full body yes or full body no. That's not how it happens for an emotional authority. It will be a I'm I'm mostly a yes or I'm mostly a no and I feel a level of certainty and security in that but not full certainty and security. The trick for you is to capture that place of neutrality, make the decision and then take action on it in that time before the next wave begins and you loop around again, right? So understand that as an emotional authority, when you are making a decision about investment, a you're going to need to take time to wait that through. And any, any good teacher in human design should be allowing their cart to be open long enough for an emotional authority to ride their wave and b. Don't sit around waiting for certainty. Just wait for neutrality to arrive and then be willing to jump when that neutrality comes in, even if that means you reach neutrality on your wave and it says yes and you think, yep, this is great to invest but, hey, you don't have all the money available and you're still not quite sure whether you can commit all of this time and commit all of this energy. You need to still just jump because that's what your emotional wave is telling you. That's the correct decision for you. All right, our splenic authorities. Hola to the fellow splenics. The splenic authority is notoriously known as the authority that is the hardest to bring yourself into connection with. And that's only because it's a very quiet voice. When you're first connecting with your splenic authority, you need to let your body and your mind and your environment be quiet and be still because the spleen speaks silently. <laughs> and it speaks once, um, unpredictably, without any, like you don't know it's coming. You don't know that your spleen's about to just hit you with something, but it speaks once. It's the impulse. Here it is. Here's the, the sixth sense. Here's the gut instinct. Here's what I know is correct or incorrect. Here's what I know is healthy or unhealthy. Here's what I know is safe or dangerous. Here is what I know is for me or not for me. And then that's it. I'm out. The trouble that splenic authorities often have is that we want to take that initial splenic hit and then we want to think about it. Bad idea, guys. Because as soon as you start to think about it, you start to apply logic to something that is inherently illogical and your spleen is not going to give you any further information. You're not riding any wave. You're not taking any time. What you're doing is getting one hit one ping, one little push, a quiet little whispering voice that just says yes or no or good or bad. And then you have to jump off the cliff based on that. I I think that having a splenic authority is like the greatest adventure sports of inner authorities. We're like, we're going on nothing here. We're based on absolutely nothing. And yet, here we go. Okay. I just hope this is going to work out for me. So splenic authorities act fast. You'll traditionally be the person that invests early in the game, right? You'll see some, something get launched and your spleen will speak to you about it straight away. And you need to be willing to go in. You need to be willing to jump. Don't sit around and wait four weeks for a cart to close. Just sit down get quiet get still listen to your spleen get the answer and act accordingly it all has to kind of occur very much in the blink of an eye and it's i trust myself no questions asked here's the the real rub though with splenic authority the spleen is the fear processing center so every decision for a splenic authority when it comes to investment and anything else quite frankly but certainly when it comes to investment is going to come with a complete sense of uncertainty because it's we're not operating on any logical data at all. And it's going to come with a hefty, hefty dose of fear. As soon as you make an authority, as, as soon as you make a decision with your splenic authority, you're activating your fear processing. So often what happens for us as splenics is that we make a decision to invest, especially invest big, right? And then we take action on it and get riddled with fear. We're like, oh, my God, I can't hit the pay button. No, I I've got to wait. I've got to wait. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be bad. And I don't know if that, you know, and we go into this big fear spiral. You need to know as a, a splenic manifestor that the fear is not there to stop you taking action. The fear is just there for you to experience the fear. So the more you experience the fear, the more wisdom you get about the fear, the more mastery you have over the fear, the, the more you're able to then help others through their fear processing. Right. The fear is not there for you to make the decision. The fear is just the byproduct of you having made the decision. The intuitive splenic voice is the decision. And you need to act accordingly, knowing full well that it's also going to activate all of your fear processing, right? Huge in investing. Of course, that's huge in investing. So be aware that if you're investing a lot of money in something, right, like the Master Manifesto Mastery program, As a big financial investment, you're probably going to feel the yes, take action on it, you know, go ahead and plan to do the payment, or even go ahead and do the payment, and then all of your money fears are gonna come up. Right? This is this is just how it rolls. And and it's an opportunity. That's an opportunity of growth for us. Okay, let's get on to our ego authorities. I always feel like the ego authorities get missed out, but I love the ego authority. Some of my favorite people are ego manifestors. Now, you guys are rare. Ego manifestors are super rare. Ego authority as a whole is is very, very rare. The ego authority is punchy, right? The ego authority is based in desires. It's based in wants. It's based in almost this narcissistic level of self-gratification that says, I want it. I've got it. Yeah, I desire it. So I am going to get it for myself. The way that that process happens, though, as an ego authority is that you need to let that vocal expression out of your throat. It has to come out from your voice. Ego authorities literally need to speak. You need to speak out loud. You got to talk it out. And what you're talking out is, do I want this? Do I not want this? Why would I want it? Why do I not want it? You're literally not, you're not even coming to any conclusion. You're not coming to any um, answer or any place or any epiphany by speaking it out loud. You don't need someone to give you advice. In fact, a lot of ego authorities hate people giving them advice. You you need some kind of energetic wall to bounce things back to you. So that might be a person that you trust who can just reflect your own words back to you. It might be speaking to the universe and having the universe bounce some energetic data back to you. Or it might just be recording your voice and then listening to your voice back. Because that information that comes back into you from your voice is actually the frequency at which you really determine, do I want this or do I not want this? If you want it, the answer is yes. If you don't want it, the answer is no. Ego authorities tend to struggle with two things when it comes to investing. Firstly, they struggle with feeling like they talk too much. And so they don't want to speak out loud. They feel like they have to speak to other people and other people don't want to listen to their big diatribe, right? They're like, just make a decision already. Um, Whereas the ego authority, you don't need a person. You just need to speak it out, right? And so if you're making a decision about an investment, get yourself a voice recording app, speak out loud, and then listen back to your voice. The second challenge for ego authorities is about tapping into that sense of desire when investing. You mean I can actually go ahead and spend money on this thing, investing time and investing energy simply because I want it? What? Like, isn't that selfish? Isn't that egotistical? Isn't that arrogant? Isn't that toxic masculinity? No. You are designed to make decisions purely based on a sense of desire. If you desire it, then it is in your highest good. It is correct for you. So this comes back to understanding that your desires are not inherently unworthy. Your desires are in fact inherently worthy. Your desires are inherently good. Your desires are inherently expansive Your desires are inherently for your highest good and for the highest good of every single person around you. By pursuing what you desire and investing your money into that, investing your time and your energy into that, you are in fact some of the most expansive, earth-shaking, life-changing individuals on the freaking planet. You are amazing when you allow yourself to tap into what you want and to pursue it relentlessly. If you need money to do that because you're looking at a big investment and you feel like you don't have the money, how can you tap into, well, I want the money. Let me use my informing here to tell the universe, hey, I want this money to show up. In fact, this goes for all three authorities in manifestors, our emotional, our splenic, and our ego. If you have come to the end of your authority, you've ridden your emotional wave, you've listened to your spleen, you've talked it out with your ego, and the answer is yes, I need to make this investment, but I actually don't physically have the money in front of me. Open your beautiful manifestor mouths, speak out loud, and inform the universe. You make a deal, right? You barter with the universe and say, I... I will do my bit. I will take action in this direction. I will initiate it, whatever that may be. Maybe that's signing up to a wait list. Maybe it's um, taking a payment plan. Maybe it's, I don't know, going to a you know sales call or a discovery call or it, whatever it may be. I'm going to do this. Maybe it's even just rearranging your budget, right? I'm going to take initiating energy. I'm going to take action towards this thing, meaning that that's the direction that I'm now going. Universe, it's up to you to produce the money, to show me where that money is coming from so that I am financially safe and secure in taking this action. If you are saying this is aligned for me, I will act accordingly. However, you need to bring in the moolah to support me in making that happen. Please don't be afraid ever, manifestors, to speak to the universe as an equal collaborator and say, if you are wanting this of me, this is what I need in return in order to feel safe because investments are always about safety, always. It's safest for you to invest by using your inner authority. That's that's so much safer than a logical decision The right investment is the the safest journey that you can go on, but we can't look past the fact that money plays a very big role in our sense of safety. So if you don't have the money or it feels far too um, unsafe for you to invest the money that you do have, then you have the universe quite literally on your side. And the only thing that you need to do is open your mouth to break open a bit of a hole in that closed aura of yours and say, girlfriend, bring it. Bring the money and I am here for it. I will do my steps. I'm not going to sit here on my couch and wait for the money to show up before I act. I will take action in alignment with this. However, I need you to collaborate with me. I need you to bring some money. And I I just, I have hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stories of manifestors who finally kind of surrendered to this process and say, oh my God, I did it. I informed out loud. I collaborated with the universe. I told the universe what I needed. I told the universe I needed money to show up. And guess what? It showed up in this way. It showed up in you, literal checks in the mail. Um, it showed up with new clients. It showed up with an inheritance. It showed up with you know my house being sold for $100,000 more than I thought. Like It just it shows up, guys. It shows up. I, I don't even need to convince you of that because I have so much evidence of it myself all you need to do is be open to the evidence i would i mean how does that feel everyone (laughs) i feel like we need to take a minute how does that feel for you in your body learning that your inner authority is governed by your g center so it is Ultimately, always exactly the correct decision. It will always bring you a guaranteed return on investment for whatever you're investing in. But also, how does it feel to you knowing the unique struggles that come with your particular inner authority? Can you see those in yourself? Can you identify where maybe those struggles have? given you pause in the past maybe they have derailed your decision making process maybe they have forced you into decisions and investments that were not aligned maybe they um, paused you long enough to miss out on investments that were aligned and really could have taken you in an amazing direction start paying attention to yourself start um, viewing yourself as an extraordinary lab rat (laughs) you know Observe yourself. How how have I enacted this in the past? And what has that resulted in for me? Am I willing to now potentially go about this a different way? If this is a process that you're going through with manifest and mastery at the moment, making a decision around investing in this, I send you my love. Please um, kind of come in our space and see what support we've got available to help you make those decisions. Ultimately, our our perspective and our structure is always about pushing the decision back on you we will always push the decision back on you to say go to your authority go to your authority go to your authority and i've just spent 40 minutes explaining to you why why we do that because whether the decision is yes or no it's correct for you as long as you have used that authority So we're not here to sell you, we're not here to pitch you, we're not here to handhold you through that process, but we do what we can to create um, supportive spaces and containers and environments where you can really feel safe in connecting with that inner authority and making that decision that is, of course, ultimately the best, most aligned thing for you to do that will expand you the most. If you're just listening to this episode and you already know it's a no for Manifesto Mastery, Absolutely brilliant! I hope that this has been helpful for any other investment that you're considering in business or outside of business, um, or at the very least, this has given you some food for thought for how you make decisions in other areas of your life. The inner authorities are just some of the most fascinating a- kind of areas of teaching in human design, and I think um, have some of the biggest turnarounds in our journey when we can really start using our inner authority that's when our journey as individuals moves forward in leaps and bounds i mean this is where we see quantum leaping happening when you can really get in tune with your inner authority and making decisions accordingly because as i said every single decision you make using your authority takes you in the direction of your higher self so if you instead of going from you know A little bit of expansion to some contraction, to some hurt, to some wounding, some yada yada. If you go expansion, 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 imagine how quick you move forward. Quantum leap. That's what you end up doing. I'm going to stop talking now. I hope this has been a really, really helpful podcast episode. Um, As I mentioned at the beginning, Doors for Manifesto Mastery close on the 25th of October. We are so happy to continue welcoming you all in. We've got so many students in already. We're thrilled to bring in any of the the new students. It's usually the emotional authorities that wait right till the end, (laughs) riding your wave. We can't wait to see you in there, Um, and I can't wait to see what decisions you all start making in alignment with your authority about any other investment in your life. You have an immeasurable power within your body to expand yourself, and it will do remarkable things for you. Uh, I will be back with you in a couple of episodes. You've Next week, you've got our gorgeous co-host Taylor dropping in for an episode. I will be back with you in an episode after that about experimentation as manifestors, why experimentation is necessary for us as manifestors. Um, but until then, please, as always, keep hunting for purpose. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to,